Listen, you probably don't have time to listen to a ton of podcasts or read through dozens of websites or articles because, hey, your interview is probably coming up soon, right? Check out Equipped Essentials, the all-in-one, easy-to-follow digital book that provides you with every tip, framework, and suggestion all in one place. You'll walk away with the nuts and bolts, essentially, that you need. Plus, as a bonus, you'll get a two-page interview prep worksheet, making your prep painless and foolproof. Just follow the steps right on there. Head on over to equippedinterview.com forward slash books and put all the guesswork behind you. Get your copy of Equipped Essentials today. Equippedinterview.com forward slash books. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Equipped Interview Podcast. After 15 years of being interviewed and interviewing others, I'm here to build your confidence, help you stand out, and get your dream job. I'm your host, Joshua Tinky, and this is episode 16. Should you set up a mock interview, or should you avoid it like the plague? Well, today I'm going to chat through the pros and cons of doing a mock interview, essentially whether you should or shouldn't do one, and if you do, how to make the most of it, getting yourself to stand out, preparing by using four simple steps. Little inside info here. When I was finalizing the title of this episode, I was listening to the soundtrack of Pirates of the Caribbean. So apparently that put in me, what, a battle mode or something, maybe? I think that's why I titled it Ways to Beat a Mock Interview. You can win this challenge or something like that. Um, Clearly was on my mind. But either way, whether you see this as a battle in your mind or not, going through a mock interview, here we go. But first, today's podcast is brought to you by my free resource, the Interview Prep Quick Start Guide. Do you need to kickstart your interview prep? Or are you thinking about whether to do a mock interview, maybe? Check out this easy-to-follow worksheet that walks you through the foundational but most critical steps to get yourself ready for an interview, mock or real. You'll walk away with a clear picture of how ready you are and what steps to take next to be fully prepared. Just head on over to equippedinterview.com forward slash start and download your free guide, the Interview Prep Quick Start Guide equippedinterview.com forward slash start. All right, this will probably be a slightly shorter episode, at least my it's my assumption it will be, since if you're listening to it the day it comes out on December 21st, 2020, or the week it comes out, that week, it's a holiday week, and near year end, so you might be busy or taking time off of work. I would normally say out and about, but since we really can't go out anywhere in the uh, the current environment of lockdowns and quarantining, you would just be about, which is just awkward to say. So we're going to stick with taking time off of work, or you might be busy. Um, but I still want to give you some, some of my thoughts on a pretty common theme and some questions that I get pretty regularly, and it's around mock interviews, like I mentioned earlier. So here's, here's the outline, what I hope to cover. Two main things I want to go through first is why you should or shouldn't prepare for an interview by doing a mock interview, essentially the pros and cons. And then secondly, assuming you do proceed and want to do a mock interview, how to make the most of your mock interview. The four steps that I think will help you get there because, hey, I want you, I want to use it to your advantage. I want you to stand out in your actual interview. So if you're going to take the time to do it, may as well prepare the right way. So there are some simple, basic steps that you can take to get yourself ready and make the most of that time. Okay, so first up, why you should prepare for an interview by doing a mock interview. I looks like I, I just counted it here real quick. I have five reasons, five reasons you should prepare by doing a mock interview. And then I have a few reasons why maybe you want to consider avoiding it and actually not doing one. So let's kick it off here. Five reasons you should get yourself ready by doing a mock interview. The first is it's going to build repetition 
and muscle memory. You're going to practice. It's going to give you practice. I mentioned last week, I made a Karate Kid reference, the movie around building muscle memory and doing things over and over again. And that's what a mock interview can help you do. This way, you're not taken by surprise on how you sound when you actually say something out loud for the first time in, in an interview. If you've done it in a mock setting, it's going to help you out. You'll also stumble less frequently over words, I mean, just in general, or words you might not say as regularly or just your words um, since you've already said them out loud before. Those are some things that can really help you when you go through the mock interview process. Second reason you should consider doing a mock interview is you'll uncover things that you wouldn't by just rehearsing on your own. You hear yourself out loud. That's one thing. Hearing yourself out loud in a different environment with someone that you're not familiar with, that's going to bring something else potentially out, something different in you that you're not going to do on your own sitting in, in your room, in the car, at the desk, at home, in the kitchen. It's, just, it's going to sound differently. So think, things that you might say to someone that's you're not as familiar with versus on your own, that's going to give you an advantage by doing a mock interview. Now, actually, one of the first times that I did a mock interview was, I feel like a, a few weeks in a row here, was it last week or the week before? I gave an example of back in college. I'm thinking of another one here because since it's it's a while now, but going way back, but I did it, one of my first mock interviews ever that I uh, participated in, not as the interviewer, but the one being interviewed. I was going for a role. I wanted to get ready for it. And the career services at my college prepared or provided um, provided mock interviews. Maybe that's that's something you can look into if you're in, in the college phase or if you're well beyond maybe as an alumni, you can look into that. At any rate, I went through an option that I could participate in a mock interview with the director of career services. Actually, it was, it was videotaped so we could go back and watch it and listen, which was really helpful. Now, one of the things that I learned was apparently I, at that time, I learned that I filled filled in space with a lot of fillers and oftentimes ones that didn't even make sense. They did not sound good. One that I distinctly remember, I don't even remember what question it was, but a, a one of my answers, so what I said was I, g- I gave my answer and then I felt the need to, to keep talking. Essentially, what ended up coming out was the phrase, oh, and, and whatnot and whatever else. What does that even mean, whatnot and whatever else? But uh, at any at any rate, I very distinctly remember that happening and cringing and thinking, why would I say the phrase and whatnot and whatever else at the end of an example that I had already given? I had no clue that that's exactly what was going to come out of my mouth at that time. But sitting through a mock interview, hey, guess what? It alerted me. You might have some uncomfortable, awkward phrases that come out of your mouth in that setting. And so that, that helped me personally when my first mock interviews I ever did. So that, that could be something that you uncover that won't come out when you rehearse on your own. Third reason you might want to prepare using a mock interview, it actually forces you to prepare for, for real if you hadn't been to this point. Maybe you were thinking about preparing and you, you thought you were being real about it, but this might force you to actually do it and, and mean it this time. Think about it. You don't want to be embarrassed when you go through a mock interview. Even though you know it's mock, part of you thinks, okay, I, I don't want to be embarrassed. I want to actually seem intelligent as I come through this process. It, get, it also gives you a deadline. It forces you to practice early, earlier than you would otherwise if you didn't have this kind of false or you know, fake, it's, it's not really fake, but you know what I'm getting at here. It gives you a deadline for you to be able to force yourself to prepare early. And this actually, I would say this is it's probably of the ones I'm going to go through here, was this the third one? This is probably the most important benefit, this one right here. It forces you to actually prepare for real if you hadn't already been doing it. And so that's one of the advantages. It just kind of, it, you can you can act like a trigger to be able to to set yourself up for success rather than just waiting and waiting and procrastinating, which is what most people do. They wait till the night or two before 
really try to cram and it's stressful. This can force you to prep early, get some, build some of that muscle memory by practicing and then going through the mock interview, getting the feedback and then practicing more for more muscle memory. All right. Reason number four, and I would say this is the second most important benefit. You actually get feedback and you actually get ideas on ways to improve. When you're thinking traditionally, I would, I would imagine most of you are probably thinking, well, this is probably the main reason I would sign up for a mock interview to begin with is actually get the feedback, get ideas, get tips, advice. And that's probably what most people are in general thinking of too. But don't, don't forget about all the other benefits. A lot of them are in place. Even if you get good advice or not, they're there. You're going to have these benefits of preparing early, forcing you to say things out loud and to practice, build some of the muscle memory. That's just as important, if, if not more, than hearing the good advice. Really good advice is important. Going through those steps are just as important as this. And the, uh, the final reason I have here as an important reason to, or benefit rather, to take part in a mock interview is it can build your confidence. It's one of the huge benefits. Since the real thing won't be the first time you're telling your story, won't be the first time you're giving answers, saying some of the things, talking about yourself out loud, it's going to help you. Sometimes it's not comfortable talking about yourself or you're not sure how to phrase something. Saying it out loud by yourself, again, is, is one thing, but knowing going through the process with another human, <laughs> another person on the other side of that table or virtually on the other side of that computer that can help help you and has understood you and you know it went well, or you got the feedback and you can, hey, you know what, these are the things I'm going to tweak when I go into my interview, that can really build your confidence. And that's what I'm all about. I want you to be more confident going into interviews. This is a way to do that. So those are the five reasons I think that are, are beneficial to you and why you would want to consider doing a mock interview. But I actually have some reasons why you would want to consider not doing a mock interview. So reason number one, why, why wouldn't you want to do this? It sounds so far so good, right? With all those benefits. Reason number one, what if it gives you more anxiety and stress than not doing one? Think about that. What if, what if a mock interview actually gives you more anxiety, more stress than actually not doing one and not being as prepared in that particular way? I think about it for myself. Over the years, I've done many mock interviews and both on the giving end, so I'm the interviewer, and I'm also on the receiving end, on the interviewee, being interviewed. I actually prefer not doing full-fledged mock interviews myself on the receiving end. I love, do, I love giving them. It's easier on that side of the table. I actually, over the years, I've trended towards not doing full-fledged mock interviews myself for a couple different reasons. That was certainly early on in my career. I did a lot. Um, but I found that I'm not as, this took a lot of reflection to get here, but I'm not as real or authentic in mock interviews compared to how I come across in, in real interviews. So if I'm getting advice and I'm getting tips and I'm having someone observe me in a mock interview setting and giving me feedback on how I can improve on, on this kind of inauthentic way that I'm coming across in a mock interview, but that's not really how I come across in a regular, a real interview anyway, is, it, is this the best use of my time? Because there, there is a difference for me. I've noted that. I didn't know that early on. And it probably wasn't always true. But I got to that point where just real real me came out more in real interviews than it did in mocks. And so that kind of feedback wasn't as helpful. Some of the other feedback was. Uh, some of the other tips, the advice, things to tweak, things like that. So if you're like me, you might get feedback like on the show Friends. I don't know if, you, if any of you are a fans of the show Friends. But um, you might get feedback like on the show Friends when Joey gets feedback from his acting, one of his acting auditions, that says, quote, you weren't believable as a human, end quote. <laughs> you weren't believable even as a human. Like, that's pretty bad feedback. Was that really helpful? Was that, was he, what is he going to do with that information? I mean, obviously, it's pretty funny. It's a f funny part of the episode, but um, 
If you're getting feedback that's not all that wildly helpful to you because you're actually more anxious and more stressed out during the mock interview than you would be in a regular interview, it's not doing you too much good. So the bottom line is you might not come across in a mock the way you do in a real interview. And if your feedback is is based on that, it might lead you to take the wrong action or it's just not that helpful. So if that's you in that case, it's kind of a waste of time to get that kind of feedback. You might have learned that doing mock interviews not only doesn't give you confidence, but they actually decrease your confidence and make you more nervous. I mean, for example, you maybe you, you messed up in the mock interview. Now you're hyper-focused on the, the mess up when you head into the real interview. And if that's the case, I say just bail. Bail in the mock interview. Don't do a traditional mock interview. Instead, it could be worth getting still getting insight from someone else, getting advice, getting tips, input on your answers, how to prepare, uh, but without actually answering back and forth in a mock interview setting. Just getting ideas can help you and help your mind practice and build some of the muscle memory I mentioned earlier. So that's all kind of the first reason. It's it's kind of a longer one, but just to recap there, make sure it makes sense. It's if you one reason not to do a mock interview is if you know or you've already realized that it gives you more anxiety and stress than not doing one. So that's the first. The second is that if you're not going to prepare or make the most of it, just don't waste your time or the mock interviewer's time. Think about that. Going through the motions is not that helpful because you're not going to do the right motions that are going to build some of that muscle memory. You, you, you might practice something but it's not going to be what you need to be practicing. It's not going to be getting out of it what you need. So you'll get out of it what you put in. So if you just know you don't, you're not going to prepare, you're not going to make the most of it, don't worry about it. Don't waste your time. Do something else. You don't want to leave a bad impression on someone else, but you also don't want to waste your own time. I mean, who wants, who wants to waste their own time? And speaking of time, that really is related, and I segue into my final reason as to why you might want to not do a mock interview. And that's, frankly, you don't have the time. Maybe that's why you just no, you're not going to prepare. You don't have the time. Well, acknowledge it. If you don't have the time, I'd rather you choose to do a, to some solid preparation rather than a mock interview. Remember, the mock is only as good as the work you did ahead of time, the work you put into it. Now, caveat here, don't make excuses. Don't don't pretend, don't kid yourself and claim that you don't have time if you really just don't want to do the hard work or do something uncomfortable. Uh, nothing, nothing, worth doing is easy. I'm talking about legit. You don't have enough time. You have to pick between two things, either intentional, thoughtful prep or a mock interview alone. If that's the case and it's real, you're not kidding yourself, pick the prep instead in that case. I don't think the mock interview is your your best choice. Now, if you don't know how to do intentional prep, what to do, you maybe have to try to split the difference and and get a little input from someone on how to how to do some intentional thoughtful prep. But if you're listening to a podcast like this, you're you're probably starting to go down that path. So pick the prep instead in that case. All right. So those are some pros and cons why you should or shouldn't do a mock interview. So if you're going to go down the path of doing a mock interview. Here are the four easy steps that I think you can take to, to beat that mock interview. Do it really well, get the most out of it, and help yourself stand out, and then build, ultimately build that confidence like we were talking about earlier to, to walk into an interview having done a mock. Let's keep it super practical here. They are all probably simple, right? They're probably easy to understand, which is why I labeled them as easy, but they are must-dos. Step number one. I'm going to start with the basics, and then we'll build on here. Step number one, prepare like it's a real interview. When you go into a mock interview, you have to pre- pretend it's real. I know I know. sometimes I said feels like there's differences, but you still need to prepare like it's a real interview. For example, you need to know the three to five skills the hiring manager is looking for. You need to know down cold your answer to tell me about yourself and why should I hire you. Know those answers. Know what questions you'll want to ask at the end of the interview because I want you to practice those too. These are some things that anything you want to practice, anything that you're nervous about, 
anything that you think will come up in a real job interview, I want you to practice that in a mock if you're going to go down this path. Make it real. Make it as lifelike as possible. And ideally, meet with someone that you don't know well. Someone that you don't know well. Now, if you're not sure how to prepare for some of those, like tell me about yourself and why should I hire you or how to phrase your questions at the end, I do have other episodes that address those more in detail. So check out those episodes around the tell me about yourself question, why should I hire you? how to change your the way you approach the question time at the end of the interview. I talk about that a lot. I, I call it the show method, S-H-O-W, to show them yourself. And you can dive into those episodes and some of my content online if you want to check it out. But prepare like this is a real interview. That's the only, the whole point is to get out of it what you want to, again, what, I keep saying this, what you put into it. That's one of the ways to do it. Step number two, decide ahead of time how you want feedback and how you want to go through a mock interview. There are two basic options here. So I want you to have thought about this ahead of time so that you can get the most out of it. Option number one is to get feedback and have a discussion after each question. Get feedback and discussion after each question. The benefit is that it's it's real time. Your answer is more fresh and, and you'll hopefully remember what happened when you receive feedback because you'll just answer the question and you'll, you'll get more kind of real time feedback and suggestions, both positive, hey, what you did really well and uh, constructive ways that you could have improved. So that's option one, kind of more back and forth. Option number two is to do the whole interview, whether it's 30, 45, 60 minutes, and then get the feedback at the end. Now there is a benefit here too. The benefit is that you get a more, more real life interview experience, learn how you how to handle things or and how you do handle things in the moment without getting a chance to pause in between answers. How do, do I wear down as the interview goes on? Do I get more nervous, less nervous? See, there is some benefit to to trying that method too. So you'll have to know yourself. Try to figure out what you're trying to get out of the interview. And those are the two options I'd want you to consider before going in. If you're if you're curious what I would recommend, if you're not sure after thinking that through, I'd recommend the first one. I'd recommend getting the feedback and discussion after each time because it's more fresh on the person on the person's mind that's doing the mock with you so they can give you as much feedback as you possibly can on each answer because they might not remember some of their specific feedback and they don't have time to take notes on everything. By the end of the 45 minutes to an hour, there's going to be a lot for them to try to remember to give you feedback on. So I recommend that one unless you've had difficulty trying to get through an interview before a full 60 minutes without wearing down or forgetting things. And you want to be able to simulate that. Great. Go nuts. Maybe you do one of each, but if you're picking one, I I recommend option one. All right. Step number three is know what your interview skill strengths and weaknesses are. Now this is different than what are your strengths and weaknesses that you might get asked. I'm talking about what are you good at in interviews and what are you bad at in interviews? Know what those actual skill interview skills, strengths, and weaknesses are. Know what you're looking to get out of the mock interview in that way too. Why'd you sign up? Even if it's something simple, like practicing things out loud, getting input on a specific answer, etc. That's fine. Just know what it is. You need to know it and tell the mock interviewer so they can help you. Help them help you get through the process. You need to know what you're, what you're going after. Don't just show up. Starting is great. Setting up a mock interview is great. But if you just show up and say, hey, I want to go through this mock interview, you're not going to get the most out of it. You might get a tip here or there, but I want you to identify what you're really looking to get out of it. Now, if you've never interviewed before, that's okay. You still should think through, what am I most nervous about? Where am I the most confident? And what am I hoping to get out of this? All right. And the last step, step number four, be engaged. Pay attention, take notes, and don't hold back during this time. This is not the time to be shy. 
I would much rather you ask your questions. Don't worry about your feelings, someone else's feelings. This is the chance for you to ask whatever's on your mind. And actually, if you've done you know, steps two and three there that I just mentioned, you'll know what you're trying to get out of this time. You'll know what you're good at, what you're not so good at, and how you can make the most of this time. You'll be glad later, for sure, that you spoke up, that you got feedback, and that you have something to course correct on. And maybe it's, and don't, one thing I, I don't want you to think is that going through anything like this, getting input or getting a mock interview is all just, oh, you did this bad, you did this badly, this is terrible. No, this is, you know what, you nailed this, you nailed this type of answer. You, you phrased this really well. You came across really confident in this answer. This answer wasn't as confident. Let's talk about the one where you were confident. Why did you feel so confident? How can we make you confident in this other answer as well? So it's really a chance for you to hear what's coming across really strong and coming across well, not just constructive things of, oh, this stunk, you got to do it again. So I don't want you to think that. If, if that's a, a hurdle for you, put that out of your mind. Oftentimes it's more about what you're doing well and building on that, not just what what's constructive and how can you change everything. All right, so to, I'm going to sum up those four those four steps for you. So step number one is prepare like it's a real interview. Step two, decide ahead of time how you want that feedback between those two choices. Either feedback after every answer or do the whole interview and then do your feedback session. Step number three, know what your interview skill, strengths, and weaknesses are. What are your good and bad points of how you actually get through a job interview? And step number four, be engaged, be present, be active, and take notes. All right, now with all of that, hopefully you're a little more clear on whether you should do a mock interview and ultimately if you do, how to get the most out of it. I mentioned something earlier and I want to highlight this. I recommend doing a mock interview with someone that you don't know too well. So it's more like a real interview, more of a, more of a, the, what I call the interview you comes out in that setting when you don't know them. I know sometimes a mock isn't as perfect as an interview is a real one that is, but it's still better with someone that you don't know than maybe a, your boss at work, a friend, a family member, sometimes it's hard for them to give you the candid feedback that you need to hear. And that's really the only way you're going to improve. Sometimes they also just don't pick up on the positive or constructive things that they need to pick up on to help you get ready for the real job interview. So somebody you don't know is definitely something helpful for you going forward. Now, one thing that I, I mentioned, I think in passing before, I guess this is a good chance to talk about it. I haven't talked about it too much, but if you're not sure who to set that up with, if you're not, if you're thinking, well, I don't, I don't know who else to ask and my boss isn't going to do it because I'm looking somewhere else and I'm not sure who to ask. If you're not sure who to set up a mock interview with or just interview time and prep, I'd be happy to be that person for you. Um, shameless plug alert. Like if you want personalized interview advice or you just need a second opinion or Hey, maybe you feel like you've tried a lot of resources out there and you just want to skip over it all, get through. There's so many articles and tips and worksheets and things. You just want some immediate help, maybe for a mock interview like we just talked about. I don't know whether it's a, a true mock interview or specific help you need. I do coach people on where to focus, how you how you can stand out, where to make the most meaningful tweaks to your interview game, things like that. Like that's that's the kind of stuff I, I get pumped up about. So if you're interested in that, just let me know. Like save yourself some time. Let me help you stand out for sure. Um, you can check out my coaching services at equippedinterview.com. Go ahead and click the the work with me link and you can set up an appointment right online if, if you want to. That's that's great. I'd be happy to do it. Um, that's equippedinterview.com and then just click on work with me. I'd love to meet you if you're interested. All right. Well, that's all for today, but let's keep the conversation going. Check out equippedinterview.com. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe and rate the podcast in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, or whatever player you're using. Remember, there is dignity in work, so set yourself up for success. Be intentional and build your confidence to stand out in your next job interview.